Welcome back to Emmaism, a philosophy podcast for students of philosophy, because that is what we all are, seekers of knowledge. Happy Friday, guys. It's once again time to philosophize. Today, it's my pleasure to be joined by TJ Nolan, my lovely boyfriend. So today, we're going to be talking about education, because that's what TJ wanted to talk about. Um, any any uh, introductory remarks? Yeah, well, I'll give a shout out to um, Peter Keatman and the Villanova Russell Kirk Society for inspiring the talk from a few meetings ago. So that's the introduction. All right. Thank you. Um, and thank you for being on. So why do you think education is so important? Well, uh, as, as we were discussing and as I believe, there is a there's an inherent importance uh, and value and goodness to learning um, and to increasing one's knowledge and strengthening their mind. And that goes hand in hand with education um, and learning things about the world and learning about things beyond the world. Um, and without education, uh, nothing in the world is really possible. Uh, well, nothing substantial, at least. I mean, you have, you would still have the world, but y- if you look around, everything in society is based upon learning and learning from people before you. Oh, that's fair. You know, learning to learn is a virtue in itself. It's not even about what, well, sometimes it is about what you learn, but. Yes. Mostly it's the process you go through, transformations, and um, just know, yeah, knowing to be a virtue. Um, all right, so why do you choose to be educated? Well, I think uh, springboarding off of that, uh, you know, an educated life, an educated mind is uh, one worth having. Without education, people tend to be very dull and there's not much to them. Um, so choosing to be educated not only uh, fulfills this longing for interest and quenches curiosity, but it also makes life more valuable, uh, more exciting. Uh, there's more that you can take out of life the more that you put into it, and you have to put in to learn. That's fair. I choose to be educated yes. because, you know, yes, there is um, virtue in learning. And, well, not just because of virtue, but I love the process of learning. Mm-hmm. I love reading. I love thinking. Um, but I also think it's important to have different lenses to look at the world. Um, so that's why, you know, exercising your critical thinking capacities and cognitive sophistication can help you develop different ways of looking at how the world is. And, um, even adopt new frameworks or build off of your old ones. Um, and so having a structure where you can explore many different things. Um, maybe I'm, I'm preaching to the philosophy majors here, but you know, having a structure where you can look at many, many different theories or I guess, uh, yeah, worldviews and evaluating life and arguing from those positions, even if you don't actually believe in them, is a useful exercise. And it, it teaches you maybe tolerance, humility, though that's not only the way it could be practiced, but it teaches you 
um, breadth <laughs> of experience of knowledge. So I think it's it's important to be very be well versed in how different people think, different groups think, how history has progressed, and um, how we can use the knowledge for good, <laughs> and maybe even prevent for the bad. But yeah. Um, all right. So. What are some faults in the education system today? Yeah, so that was that was an interesting part of our conversation at the Russell Kirk meeting. Um, was kind of comparing learning to schooling, and uh, oftentimes being you know, especially being at a university, uh, it's easy to observe how the purpose of education in college is oftentimes uh f- in in is done in order to get a job or to uh enter into a, a further school graduate school or uh something of the like um but it's not done for the purpose of learning um and so it kind of takes away um from the education itself uh, a lot of times people are just putting in um to their classes, what is enough to get them a job or get them to the next level. And oftentimes students uh, aren't coming away with, uh, with actually learning something. It's, it's oftentimes just gathering information and spitting it out and moving on to the next thing um, without truly acknowledging the importance of, of what's at hand. Um, so I think there's a big issue in that. Um, I think I think another issue is that we get to a point in our education system where we stop learning. Um, and I, I'm not exactly sure how this would be pr- approached uh, or how a solution would be approached. But it's interesting that for the first 20, 25 uh, years you know, some, some continue 30 maybe with med school or something of the like, (laughs) um, is spent schooling and, and with the intent of learning. And then we hit a point and we graduate and that's it. We, most of us will never go back to school. We'll never sit in a classroom again. Uh, and we'll never just, uh, be fed information. And so I think that is another issue because, you lose, you know, um, as stated before, just the importance in, in the good of learning. You no longer have that in your life. And granted, there's there's a difference um, in obviously living in a society, um, especially in today's societies where it's important to have a job to uh, make money in order to support your family um, and to support your community, um, but you, but in doing so, oftentimes you you are not uh, c- continuing to strengthen your mind, strengthen your mind uh, in the ways that you did when you were younger, which I think is interesting because uh, by the time that most people have finished high school and college is when their brains are more fully developed, um, and so you would think that it would be a, an optimal time to continue learning and to uh, learn uh, deeper concepts, uh, things that might not have been comprehensible comprehensible uh, at a younger age. So I think that's 
that's another issue. Um, that's fair. Yeah, do you I, have any? No, I think that's really interesting. The second, I both the points are interesting, <laughs> but I, I actually, I find um, intrigue in the second point. Um, but what I was going to say is that um, I, I, have, I have a few, you know, reservations about the education system sure. today, um, mostly because I think that the teachers that are teaching um, were never really taught how to think <laughs> or even yeah, how to teach because I think that the the move of the past i don't know maybe half a century has just been filtered by you know news outlets and things being fed to you and you're not really taught how to uh, opinate like you're you're not you're not taught how to form an opinion that's uniquely your own and um develop that and so if you are taught by people who have literally not been taught well themselves than how it's the blind leading the blind, um, essentially. And so I think that the, the problem in the education system is almost reducible to people's outsourcing of their agency to subscribe to idea camps and not think for themselves. But that even goes back to, well, how do we teach people to think for themselves? And that's the, I would hope, the core of the education system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I, as a student at Penn, I... Um, every day I wake up and I go to class and what what posters do I see on the wall? No, not the reviving of the Agora. No, not the not the knowledge is a virtue poster. No, we see, you know, resume review and pre-professional development. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, want to join this certain like investment club, I guess. And, you know, it's all pre-professional focused. It's not even about knowledge anymore. So that's, you know, more to your like first point. Mm-hmm. But I think that teachers really need to be um, mindful of what they're teaching and that they're not teaching opinions and that they're not teaching their students to outsource their agency, Um, pulling an Alistair McIntyre right now. But, you know, I I think that that's something important. I think it's overlooked because I think people, especially political science teachers, even English teachers, honestly, maybe even history teachers, Mm Honestly, the whole lot of them, they, they teach an opinion and they teach something that is some like based in fleeting moments of time that is literally grounded in history repeating itself and people never learn. So <laughs> I think that the education system, that's, that's one of the biggest faults of it. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Um, okay. So... What what's one thing now that we talked about the faults? How, sure, yeah. how do you how would you fix it? Um, or what's one thing that you'd fix about the education system? Yeah, so uh, I thought this was a really interesting point that we discussed um, on how to change or fix the education system would be the restructuring or or even. Uh, omitting of of grades and i thought that was really interesting it's something that i hadn't really considered before Wait, might i interject real sure quick? yeah yeah uh, so saint john henry newman actually sure. he felt he tried to find it found his own college um and part of the basis for, for his college was that they wouldn't get grades like his his um his idea for college would be um people who get together and discuss 
and just, you know, acquire knowledge. And that I learned that from the talk from Dermot Moran yeah. um, yesterday, but it was just interesting. And I thought St. John, it, it was his birthday on Tuesday. Oh, so go. happy birthday. Yes. Um, St. <laughs> John Henry Newman. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, continue. You're in good company. No, yeah. I mean, I think that's good. And, I, and obviously I understand the intent of grades is to assess uh, the state or level at which uh, students are at in their learning um, and so maybe even that would be a way to fix it is is to kind of revert back to what grades were originally meant to represent. Um, but now, now we we see such competition in education, um, in where grades and GPA is an assessment of one's education, um, and I think that is a is a bit of a miss. Uh, is a, is a bit misleading um, uh, because students should not be learning for the purpose of achieving a high GPA. Students should be learning for the purpose of learning itself. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that was, you know, I, I don't think that we should, that with, with getting rid of grades, that school becomes very lax and people can just kind of walk through it the way that some people walk through school today. Um, I, I disagree with that. I think getting rid of grades, um, but still having some sort of, uh, assessment or, uh, you know, just, just a status of, of where you are and what you're understanding, um, would be beneficial so that students could see where they're at. So teachers and professors could see where their students are at. Um, and, and there would be less competition, I think, between students, less cheating, um, and more love for learning. Uh, yeah, I like that. I think it's interesting because sometimes the competition's good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is good to have some sort of thing making you, I guess, strive to do above and beyond in the class. Sure. And maybe that's my like maybe grades are my way of doing that and i need to become like completely reversed in my mentality of that sure, sure. um so it's just something interesting to think about um all right last question what is the most important subject interesting okay so we we had discussed this a little bit so i'm going to answer with theology <laughs> um and i think it is the most important subject because um well, at the center of everything is God, and theology seeks to uh, understand and, and uncover some questions, if you will, um, that humanity has regarding God and the eternal. Um, and I think that it's something that is often lost upon students and educators today, um, senses of the eternal, uh, oftentimes subjects that are considered to be important are would you know people would say math or science or something that would get you a good job um and obviously there's importance to those subjects um i don't think they're i should refrain that but i i i don't think most i think most subjects have have good value um i think there are definitely a couple bad bad eggs (laughs) out there if you will um you know the acronym ones um but for the most part, I think it's good. And I think theology is really good because it builds upon a lot of 
other subjects, for example, philosophy, you know, language, uh, history even, um, and in other religions. And so I think theology is a really interesting and important subject. All right. I'm going to play the philosopher's card here, obviously, um, because what, what have I been doing for the past year and uh, two, year, two years in or something? What year and some change? Um, but I think philosophy is the most important. Um, but I also understand the worth of theology, and I think that it's incredibly – I think that almost content-wise, theology is more important, but – in developing the skills that you need to understand and apply the concepts and, you know, in theology, you, you need philosophy because philosophy teaches you how to think, teaches you how to argue, teaches you how to analyze. It teaches you, you know, the whole, the whole trinity of mm-hmm. things that you need to understand theology. And, like, I understand that without, you know, as, as you said earlier before we, we pressed record, um, <laughs> you know, Without theology, philosophy isn't anything really because you're only studying the temporal realm. And what is the temporal realm? Like, what, what do we care with that? Mm-hmm. Because what really matters is what is eternal. Correct. But um, I do think that there's value in, in learning how to process the skills needed to actively pursue and critically think about theology um, before you even start reading the material. So that's why I, th- I think philosophy is the most important subject i don't know so we definitely agree that theology is the pinnacle and philosophy is the building block towards achieving that i I, yes i I guess i would submit that all right right. um thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you for having me um and that's all i have for today's episode of emmaism thank you for listening and until next time keep searching for the truth